Welcome to the Home Medic. You are listening to the segment on pools and spas and other outdoor cool water feature stuff. Welcome back to the Home Medic, where we help you keep your money in your wallet and your family out of the hospital. Heidi Hansine. Good morning. Doing a good job with that. Keeping my family out of the hospital. I just keep learning from you and staying out of the hospital so I can. (laughs) (laughs) Now, if you're a doctor and you're uh, you're an ER doctor, you probably want to spend more time in the hospital. Uh, Probably. Or, yeah, at least you want your paycheck, right? That's right. For the rest of us, we probably want to spend less time in the Mm -hmm. hospital. You know, Heidi, one of the... Uh, meth inspections that I just did. Uh, this was at a house, and homes that are uh, meth remediated, uh, you know, generally aren't that nice. Yeah. This one was pretty cool, and it has this huge, cool pool in the backyard. Basically, Ooh. the swimming pool, swimming pool was the backyard. Tempting. And I, uh, it was tempting until I got a look at that pool, and basically, it had a one foot layer of water in the bottom, and that that. Water was as green as it comes. Ooh. And then you've got other decor like uh, pool, like chairs and vases and stuff like that. Thrown into the pool? Thrown into the Cavity? pool. Cavity? Yeah. <laughs> the only thing it lacked was a dead cat. <laughs> so, that, would, that was probably there. They probably pulled that out just to try to fool you and make you think everything was okay. <laughs> yeah, and the thought had occurred to me that would be a very good home to uh, buy and uh, fix and flip. But, yeah. you know, if I were to do something like that, the, uh, the whole concept of what do I do with this pool, you know, obviously comes up. Right. So this segment is actually going to cover that. Fun. Um, you know, the, uh, the title for the segment is How to Clean Green. And, <laughs> and this is not about cleaning environmentally uh, safe no. ways. Right. This, this is how to clean the green mm-hmm. nasties. The actually green algae and ooh, whatever else is contaminating yeah. the And one. the dead cats and, yeah. you know, and whatever yeah, else exactly. might be in there. So um, it actually kind of reminds me a little bit of a, uh, of a meth cleanup in a way because the first thing you do is you remove the big stuff. I mean, if there's any big nasty floaties in there, you've got to get the vase out. You've got to get the chairs out. Right. You know, if you've got any rotten eggs or whatever going on in there, those, you, just, you just get those out. I mean, squishy debris. Squishy. <laughs> <laughs> might wanna, I might want to borrow those hot water shoes you have on there to do that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you wouldn't want to be wearing Maybe water some shoes. waders? Yeah, some hip waders. Hip waders, okay. Either that or something on a long pole that doesn't involve, you know, going down into that cesspool of nastiness. Yeah, is there some sort of a tool that you can reach down in there with? Or oh, what do yeah, you do? There's, there's a number of them. So the first thing you're going to do, if, if, if this is you, and, you know, we, I want to I say that if you've got a pool, you know, the chances are, are if you're buying a home like this, you know, you want to do this the right way, otherwise mm-hmm. you do end up in the hospital. If you actually go down in there and water shoes, yeah, you're going to basically have your legs dissolved. Contamination from the cesspool? Yeah, yeah it, it would be like swimming in the toilet, only probably worse. Yuck. So, yeah, we're going to remove the big stuff and the floaties, and we're going to do that uh, disallowing any contact between our skin and the How do you water. do that? So yeah, tell uh, us your secrets. The the first thing you know, you, you do have some choices. You can you can go with that pole. Yeah. 
And then if you're uh, a, a, a grabbing pole, maybe you use a big net, uh, but something that, and then you're even, depending on how nasty it is and what it is, you might even want to just make sure you've got some long rubber chemical resistant gloves on, mm-hmm. uh, or you just dump it, dump it straight into the garbage can. Right. Um, or, uh, yeah, you go with hip waders. I don't know that I would even trust hip waders because what if you lose your balance and fall over? Really? You know, then Ew. you become the creature from the black lagoon. <laughs> Jump out and run to the shower. <laughs> That's right. Turn on the hose, probably, because you're Quick. not going to want to run into the house without that. Maybe off with a fire hose. Yeah, exactly. Uh, then you're going to, so you've gotten all the big nasties out. Now you're going to use a brush on a stick. Mm. And you're going to get the, uh, you know, the green slime off the edges. Because what that about can be draining nasty. it? Do you need to try to pull some of the water out first with you know, a bucket? Yeah, to the extent that you can. And, you know, maybe you've got one inch, maybe you've got, or one foot, maybe you've got five feet. Yeah, you'll right. want to drain that as much as possible. Just with buckets on a stick and, or something? Um, depending on the kind of, of pool that you have, for example, if you've got gunite, yeah, you can scrub that. If you've got just a, uh, you know, if you've got a different kind of pool, you're not going to be able to scrub. Maybe you've got a liner, you can't scrub those, and so you're just replacing the liner. Mm, what about tile? Just... Yeah, that's, that's scrubbable. Okay. And that's, that's permanent, so you can definitely get after that and scrub it. Um, and what would you use? What kind of chemical would you recommend? There are some choices that you have. You can go with chlorine and bromine, uh, like we talked about in the previous segments. Uh, just the standard pool chemicals. Mm. Uh, be careful with the chlorine because the chlorine, uh, a swimming pool is what we in the environmental business call a, um, a confined space. Right. Meaning that uh, it's below ground and uh, you can have a deficiency of oxygen if nothing else. Uh, but more so, you know, if, if you've got chlorine gases that are concentrated down there. Right. And you're down there uh, and if you're not in the hospital, you're dead. Hmm. Yeah, uh, they kind of hang around down there in that pit, don't they? Yeah, yeah. If I could tell you some of the stories that I that I've had with uh, you know with spraying chlorine inside homes, doing meth cleanups, and uh, uh, let's just say I'm lucky to be alive. And that's why you're almost as intelligent as you used to be way back when. I <laughs> I've always been almost as intelligent. You are very intelligent. <laughs> Must not have damaged you too much. Yeah, oh, trust me, I'm damaged. <laughs> so um, we're going to use the brush on the stick again. We're going to avoid getting down into that pit, especially if we're using um, those sorts of chemicals. You know, a peroxide can work quite well. So, would you recommend the peroxide, the chlorine, or the bromine? Uh, peroxide probably first, and uh, chlorine probably last. But uh, you'll want to talk to your local pool and spa place and, and get some, some guidance from them as well mm. based on what they have. Uh, I, I guess my, my big thing in staying out of the hospital in the morgue is to avoid using chlorine and then get getting down into the pit while you're doing that. Right. <laughs> I mean, your eyes will burn, your lungs will burn, and your body is going to be very clear in telling you that... that it's not okay. It's definitely not healthy. I've done just a bathroom cleaning before and inhaled too much chlorine, so I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and you're, in that way, your burns body at least will give you the warning. Yeah, burns the eyes, burns the lungs. Does, and, does. And, um, you know, as you're sitting there for a day thereafter with your eyes burning and you wonder what the long-term damage that you've done is, you, you go thinking, you know, whatever I was trying to do, it wasn't worth it. 
So where's the best place to get the peroxide? Do you get that online, or do you purchase that from a swimming pool store, and do you use just the kind that you buy at the drugstore? Well, the uh, the kind you buy at the drugstore is 3%, and there are places you can get higher levels of peroxide. Um, you know, here where I am, I, I know a, a chemical uh, manufacturer that can provide much heavier stuff, but be aware that, um, you know, the kind of stuff that I buy, that uh, chemical supplier says that is the most, um, what's the word, hazardous really? uh, chemical that they sell. Can you pour that down a drain, though? Like, say you just want to disinfect your drains. I've got a couple drains. You turn the water on. There's a little bit of a weird smell. Yeah, it definitely just... does what it's supposed to do. It, it kills stuff. And the kind of stuff that you use, that I use, uh, much higher concentrations than 3%. You can get an almost, you, know, you can get a droplet that is about the size of a head of a pin. You put it on your arm and you are hurting. I mean, it, it's dissolving your skin. Really? So you probably, you definitely don't don't want to use the stuff that I've been using. But uh, you can go to Walmart or a place like that and get the 3%. And that will disinfect your pool. And then what it off gases is oxygen, mm. which is a lot less nasty than chlorine. Right. Um, okay, so now we've, uh, we've brushed that, that stuff off on the stick. Now we're going to run the pump. Uh, <clears throat> the idea being that the pump is going to do uh, a level of debris removal as well. You know, some of the um, mosses, etc., that, that we didn't get with the brush or, you know, what might, might be falling through the cracks, the pump's going to take care of that. So can you run the pump even if the water is not in the pool? I mean, when the pool's emptied out, is yeah, running the pump dry? Does that work? I thought they worked with water no, going yeah, through you've them. No, yeah, you've got to have, I should have mentioned that, you do need to have the, uh, once you run the pump, you've got to have enough water in the pool for the pump to do its job. So you might have to fill it back up a little bit. Yeah. Okay. And uh, with the pump having been run, now you're going to, of course, have a nasty filter. You're going to want to clean that. Um, you've got the cleaning robot that you can also use. And now you're robots, huh? You, yeah, you can put you can put robots in those babies, and Ooh, the robots wow. will do the job. Okay. Now you've got most of the nastiness out of the pool. The next thing you do is you're going to shock the pool. When you say cleaning <laughs> robot, I just have to ask because there might be somebody out there going, "What?" Is that an actual robot that goes down into the pool like a human body would, or is it some sort of something else that they just call robot? Yeah, it's just a little machine that just kind of wanders around the pool. Really? And, okay, so there really is such a s- thing. Sucks grime off the bottom. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow, fun. Yeah. Once you've got your uh, your mansion, Heidi, you'll, <laughs> you'll have this pool, and you'll have a robot, I'm sure. <laughs> I'll make sure I do. <laughs> yeah. So the uh, next thing we're doing is we're shocking the pool. And what that means is we're putting twice the disinfectant in that we would normally do. And, uh, mm. again, the purpose for this is to kill what uh, what little grammies might still be out there and, you know, to provide plenty of residual so that whatever stuff is hidden in the corners gets disinfected that sounds good yeah um next thing we do is we're going to bring and that's shocking is basically bringing it to 10 parts per million um 30 parts per million will eliminate the algae and um once you think you've got it you you bring it down to a level of uh, one to two parts per million no wait when you're saying 30 parts per million what exactly does that mean oh you're way too high put that back on your lapel oh whoops (laughs) when you say well i was trying to clear my throat and i didn't want to okay this is all going to be edited but yeah 
When you say 30 parts per million, does that mean the chemical is... I'm, I'm confused about that. I know I'm not a mathematician like you, so <laughs> just in case there's some other blonde... <laughs> I'm not insulting you blondes, but I heard blondes are actually more intelligent than brown brunettes. Did you know that? I did not know I'm that. I'm asserting that out here, so... Okay. Yeah. Now you got a bunch of brunettes <laughs> that are mad at you. I know. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Delete that if necessary, but <laughs> that's what the studies show. <laughs> so, uh, let's see. What was so, the 30 parts per million. Garth, can you tell us what that means, please? So, you... Of at, what? As, as a pool owner, you will need some equipment, and one of those uh, pieces of equipment will be something that tells you what the chlorine residual is. Mm-hmm. And um, okay, the residual then. Yeah, and and you know that's just going to be something you're going to need to have as a pool owner. Okay, perfect. If you do not have that, uh, and you're you're just guessing at the amount of chlorine, you you know obviously the risks are that you could overdo it or you underdo it. And in either case, if you underdo it, you're going to have chloramines that are going to be damaging your eyes, and then you're not going to have adequate disinfection. If you overdo it, and you've got all this chlorine there, you're going to be asphyxiating your pool guests. Now that is going to confuse people unless they're already a pool expert. So if you are a newbie, which you likely are, you wouldn't even be listening to this podcast. Garth explained in another podcast about how if you have an inadequate amount of chlorine, then the chloramines or the smell of chlorine actually increases, which is actually... The opposite Seems of what backwards. you might expect. Yeah, it does seem backwards. But. Yeah, so the chemistry of it is you've got the free chlorine out there looking for something to to combine chemically with, which would be, you know, some little nasty, some some floating piece of moss, you know, some some something unsanitary <laughs> nasty thing. Give me food. Yeah, and so what it's uh, and once the chlorine actually finds that um, you're going to have uh, the chemical reaction happen, and what remains is a chloramine, or if you're using bromine, then it's a bromamine, and those are actually um, those are actually irritants. And, right. And right. So yeah, if you're if you're smelling chlorine, chances are good that you don't have enough chlorine in there because what you're smelling is the chloramine. Boom. Okay. So <clears throat> we've got. Um, We've got that going. You will need you will need something that can uh, measure the amount of free chlorine residual there. Uh, Thirty, like I say, will eliminate the algae. And once you've got it uh, tamed, then the usual is one to two mm. parts per million. And you'll okay. you're going to need to be able to measure that. If you're guessing, it's dangerous. So there are strips or some other way of testing. I'm sure. Right. Okay. Right. Great. Okay, um, let's. Uh, I, I want to talk about the uh, the levels that you want to go with, whether you got chlorine or bromine or whatever. Uh, and then there's some other chemistry type items that you'll want to make sure you're aware of as well. We'll do that in the next segment. Mm, Consider yep. that a tease. The next that is a tease. All right, next segment. Okay, pool's and looking better and better. Got that slime out of the bottom now. For more information, uh, homemedicworld.com. And uh, Heidi, thank you as always. You are so welcome. Finally, and as always, be yourself because everybody else is taken. Yes, they are. Hi. 
Hi, this is Julianne McKay with your Natural Solutions Tip for the Day. I hate it when Garth talks about spiders, Julie, but you and I don't have to worry about it because we know how to use our essential oils, the essential oil peppermint. Contact us for the recipe of using peppermint to keep spiders out of your home. If you'd like to know more, natural solutions at homemedicworld.com.